0: Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified business coach who helps mama entrepreneurs double their business with more heart and less hustle. Want to learn how? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a very special guest for you today, somebody that makes an appearance very infrequently on my social media and on my YouTube. Maybe you've guessed it. Yes, it's my husband, Alex Borsma, the man himself. (laughs) Hello. He's here with us today. And we are talking about why what you want matters. That is the topic for the day, right, babe? Yeah. And so (laughs) we are going to... Just jump right in and talk about how there's been some changes that we've recently made in our life and how those have been led and guided by our desires to create the life that we really want to live. So first of all, rewind to when we first decided to move to B.C., what was going on for you when we made that decision? Like, how did you come to your part of that decision to actually move here for a year? We had
1: just gone through some significant changes within or my business at the time, specifically transitioning from a construction primarily focused business for the last uh, 12 or 13 years to being real estate investment focused. So... For the first time in our relationship, I I really had a lot of f- flexibility to consider where we want to live, and even though we lived in California for a time, that that was uh, a lot more challenging to operate a construction company remotely than than real estate. Mm-hmm. And so that flexibility and that that freedom to be able to run our business from wherever, combined with how Manitoba was during COVID. Mm -hmm. Like that was kind of even the biggest, to me, that was the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Like I think we made the most of it and, but you know, if you're going to get, be stuck somewhere for an extended period of time, specifically during the fall to spring months, which is kind of when the restrictions were their height, it's not a great place to be. Like, <laughs> at least not for me. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say that. Like, it was it was good. Like, like we we had a lot of time as a family. You and I grew together in ways that I don't think we would have otherwise. Like, it really challenged us to go and to question things in ways that we never had before. And I'm very grateful for it. But after a year or so of that, and just kind of feeling sort of stuck in a mm-hmm. place, like there wasn't much to do is, is, was how it felt. Yeah. It was like, oh, wh- why don't we consider living somewhere else? So yeah. it, it wasn't, it wasn't any one big thing and it wasn't even like things were necessarily bad, so to speak, mm-hmm. but it was sort of just mildly uncomfortable to the point where I'm like, oh, it actually is kind of interesting to think about living somewhere else just for a season.
0: Right. Well, and we had talked about moving somewhere else in other stages of our relationship. And I think we were both even maybe a bit surprised that we were still in Winnipeg. But it was kind of, for me anyways, we, I felt like I needed a good reason to move. As in, it wasn't just enough that we wanted to be somewhere by ocean and mountains, which is something we've both always said. That couldn't be a good enough reason to move. Like, it had to be for a job, or it had to be some kind of sense of calling, or you know, for family. But for us, it really was like, where would we feel most excited to go? Like, where would be the most fun? Where would be giving us a lifestyle that was more aligned with our values, essentially?
1: So what helped you make that shift? Because you went from that sense of feeling like that move is kind of, I don't want to say selfish. Maybe, maybe that's a bit of it. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. So transitioning from like allowing yourself to make that move just for fun.
0: Yeah. Really. I don't think I would have done it if not for the coaching that I was getting. At the time I was working with a coach who was, well, two coaches who were really helping me lean into my desires Mm. and believing that my desires were actually good. Mm. And I've talked about that before on my YouTube episodes and and in this podcast is about how I feel like we as women, especially, and maybe as people who've grown up in the church have been unconsciously taught that our desires are base and are going to lead to selfishness and destruction. (laughs) And if we follow them, it's going to be very bad. But I was starting to believe that my desires were actually really good and would lead to good things and would lead to things that weren't just selfish and good for me, but were good for our whole family and even good for the way that we could show up and serve our community and the world around us. So I was starting to be convinced of that idea. And I think this was almost a way to test out if that was actually true. Like, right. what will happen if we move <laughs> somewhere just because we want to? Yeah. No other reason.
1: Well, and I think the fact that it was only for a year allowed us to really play with that without feeling like it's this big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was kind of nice. Like I, at least for me, like I, I felt, I'm like, oh, okay, we can try it. We can live somewhere else. And like, even when we went to California, we lived in Australia when we first got married, which people may not know for a while. And both of those seasons that we lived away there was something that drew us there specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't just that we wanted to live there for the climate or for the surroundings or the amenities or, or whatever it is. It was it was like there's there was that piece, but it was also we were helping with something or you were going to school. Like mm-hmm. it, it was this more, it felt like there was more...
0: Purpose. Or, purpose
1: or something, mm-hmm. at least at the time. Like, and I, yeah. it felt different. Yeah. And so, like, I've seen that in you. Like that's been one of the biggest shifts I've seen in you since you've started coaching work on yourself and with other coaches has been allowing yourself to feel and pursue what you desire Mm -hmm. and trust that that's good.
0: Right, and that it hasn't turned into this thing where now our lives have become so self-focused and we're Mm -hmm. isolated and we're only worried about our own growth Mm -hmm. and success. Like I think in this year, we've been able to build so many incredible relationships Mm -hmm. um, with like our neighbors and people at our kids' schools and only recently getting involved in a church and making some connections there, but it hasn't, it hasn't led to our destruction. It, it, but it also hasn't been perfect. Like, what do you think about the fact that It's 50-50 in Winnipeg, or it's 50-50 here. Do you think it's worth it to change your circumstances, to move somewhere, if either way you're going to have challenges in either place? Like, why do you do it anyways?
1: I think one of the things that I noticed when you opened yourself up to what your desires are is that it's still rooted in love. Mm -hmm. Like, your heart is to love and give and, and be open Specifically with our family. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's here or Winnipeg or Alaska or Hawaii, <laughs> it's like the heart is the same. Right. And I think what's been interesting is we're both learning to trust that mm-hmm. intuition and that heart inside of you and inside of me. And, you know, if your heart is like, yeah, I really long for this and, and I can't really even, sometimes you can't even articulate it.
0: hmm or quantify it. Or
1: quantify it. And then that can apply to like, a. sometimes that can apply to a relationship, sometimes that can apply to a business, sometimes that can apply to where you live or, you know, a, any sort of dream you might have that you've been sort of holding yourself back from, in my experience, at least with us, what I've seen is when we do that, the fruit is is good. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that it's without its cost. So there's usually a cost. There's a sacrifice to be made. It's not like life is all sunshine and ro- rainbows and unicorns. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we think that...
0: It'll be better that, over there. And that
1: comes back to that 50-50 question that you said. When we're in Winnipeg, life is 50-50. And maybe it's not exactly 50-50. Not <laughs> exactly all the time. <laughs> but, but there's positive and negative emotions... <clears throat> There's, there's good days and bad days. There's all of that spectrum and everything in between. And that doesn't change no matter where you live. Mm -hmm. Right. We found that even living in Byron Bay, which was the most beautiful place I've ever been to in my life still to this day. There's still like some of the best days of my life were there and some of the hardest days of my life were there. And so the same is true in Winnipeg and in Vancouver and I think that's why the coaching is so important and that's why it's also so important to get in touch with your own heart to sort of like sift through the 50-50 and get to the bottom of like what it is you really desire Mm -hmm. regardless of the outside 50-50 circumstances or emotions in that moment.
0: Well, and I think it's important to say that we weren't unhappy in Winnipeg and we didn't leave because we were trying to get away from something. We could have very easily stayed and there's so much there that we love, but it was more just a question of if you take away, is this right or wrong? Is this good or bad? Is this black or white? And you actually just ask yourself, what do I want Mm -hmm. next? Mm -hmm. I think that's a question so, that is so powerful, but that we don't always even dare to ask because we're yeah, like, does we're, it matter? Is that allowed? We're scared. Yeah.
1: Well, and we're scared sometimes. I think that if we open that up, that we are, we have some big dark thing <laughs> sometimes things sometimes behind yeah, it. It's like, no, <laughs> it's like, no, like I really believe that people are inherently good and I might get some flack for that, but I, I genuinely believe that we're all just trying to do our best. Yeah. And if we all want love. We all want to give love. You know, I think that when we opened ourselves up to that, it was amazing. The fruit and yeah. and I, where I've seen it most is like not our na- not with our neighbors or our new friends or anything like that. It's within our own family. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel closer as a family. Yeah, because it's where it's kind of forced us to lean on each other. Yeah, and I love that. But on the flip side, one of the hardest parts of this whole thing has also been family.
0: Yeah. Being away from our extended families and... Yeah. In taking this year to really lean into what we want, it has been really fruitful in our family life, in our relationship, in, I think, even in our businesses, maybe not in the way I expected. Like, my business hasn't, like, skyrocketed in growth, but I've become so much more focused in my business in Mm -hmm. what really matters most to me. And I've been able to make sure that my business is not taking away from my lifestyle and my life even more than when we were in Winnipeg the amount of time now that i spend with the kids with you with myself i i don't work very many hours anymore and and i think it's been helpful being in a place that so speaks to like my soul like i i get to walk down by the ocean almost every single day and mm. I love that, it's like therapy for me. It's it's so life-giving and mm. I've created even more time and space to do those things. And one of the things I've seen in you is how you've prioritized your health and mm. your actual physical fitness. Like this guy's training for a triathlon, which if you would've told me a year ago that that was possible, <laughs> I would not have believed you because it just hasn't been a priority for you no, it like that part of your life. I mean, even though it's been important, it hasn't actually manifested into something, but here we are in this place where the environment has made it so much easier for you to start biking and running and swimming. And I, I honestly think you work out more than I do, which I, again, never thought would happen. Sorry. I don't want to offend yeah. you, but <laughs> I didn't see that happening, Yeah. but it's like the quality of our life Mm -hmm. surrounding our businesses has increased so much. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I talk a lot about with my clients is not just creating a business that you love, that's at the expense of your life, that ends up giving you a life that you resent because you don't have any time to do the things you really want to do, but to do the opposite, to let your business be a tool to help you create a life you really want.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think that's it. Like once you start kind of tapping into that that piece of like the desires what's what's in your heart what does your heart desire it's interesting how other things start to become apparent and for mm. me that was the fitness part right where it wasn't because I'm in Vancouver it was like we were there was sort of this momentum from making this shift and sort of being like okay we're going to move here and when we got here like, what do I do? Right. And I didn't have any, it was it was kind of a fun opportunity to create some new habits, some new routines, but I'm not sure I would have done that had I not kind of broken out of my existing sort of shoulds and habits and yeah. the life that we had in, in Winnipeg. And it's not, again, it has nothing to do with Winnipeg. Right. It has to do with trying to become more connected to what I really desire, the yeah. life I want to live. and and coaching this work really, really matters. And it doesn't, doesn't matter where you live, but I do believe a big part of it, a big part of growing is, is kind of learning those coaching tools, applying them, um, to your business, to your life and in your life as a whole will just become that much more rich and vibrant. Yeah. But also, you know, not without its costs.
0: Right. So the point of this episode outside of talking about what we want and why it matters in our life and our business is to also share some news with everybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all that being said, we we were like, let's move out here and just give it a trial run. We we're like, let's see if Vancouver is the place for us and we would come we would come here whenever we could. Yeah, we've been here a marriage. lot. Yeah. yeah. We love it. It's it's for me, it's my favorite Canadian city. I've always enjoyed coming here, the weather, even the rain. I I like the rain. I'm weird like that. Heather does not. I'm
0: getting used to it. She's getting
1: <laughs> she's getting used to it, but I actually don't mind it. And so we've decided to buy a house.
0: Yep. We're moving. We're moving. To Vancouver. Yeah, we're we, staying. We bought a house a couple of weeks ago uh, in Kitsilano, a couple blocks from where we are right now. And the kids will be able to go to the same school that they're going to and we'll be able to stay connected to the community that we've developed here. And we sold our house in Winnipeg. I've had some people asking me lately, (laughs) like, what about your house? And I was like, it's already sold. People
1: reaching out because we did have, I mean, that's part of the 50-50 actually is that property is so amazing, gorgeous. I'm going to miss that property. Oh, no for question. sure.
0: Yeah. And actually in October and November, we with all the rain and everything, yeah. I was like, maybe we should go back. Yeah. Let's, let's make plans <laughs> to go back and build our house because yeah. we'd been planning to build a house in Winnipeg for like the last six years and yeah. even had drawings and everything done. But after, for me, when we went home at Christmas... I found myself feeling like I want to go home. Like while I was there, I was enjoying my time except for being sick, Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking I really want to go home thinking home, Vancouver <laughs> home. And one of my hesitations all along was the kids. Cause our older two have good friends in Winnipeg and they expressed that often. They missed them and wanted to be with them. Mm. Um, but when we got back from our trip from Mexico, I remember Claire said to me like, mom, if I can stay at the same school then I want to stay in Vancouver. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and that was a huge shift for me to be yeah. more open to the idea of staying was knowing that they were making friends and they were comfortable here and wanting to be here, even though they also want to be in Winnipeg. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We we all do. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I really miss the biggest thing I've been missing is, is your parents and being able to get together for Friday night suppers yeah. and, and all that. But needless to say, we we are so excited. Yeah. We are so excited and we are looking forward to hosting friends here and seeing friends and maybe not hosting you at our house because it's not as big <laughs> as everyone in Winnipeg. Yeah. But uh, we are very much looking forward to living life and continuing to live our lives and growing and, and seeing what this new chapter is all about.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that I wanted to share was that when we made that decision, we bought the house and sold our house in the same day, I was surprised by how much grief came up for me. And Mm. there was a lot of loss that all of a sudden became very apparent and I wasn't expecting it. Like I knew there would be hard things about making the decision, but Mm. it felt so final and it felt like, oh my goodness, like, I realized all the things we were giving up and that is part of the process, I think. And that's one of the things I wanted Mm. to really communicate through this episode is when you, first of all, identify what you really want and then actually lean into it and take action from that place. And then you find out that it's hard, (laughs) right? (laughs) And that there's still going to (laughs) be difficult emotions that can be really jarring, Mm. I think. But It doesn't mean it's not worth it.
1: Because there's this thought that like, oh, if I just pursue what I want and whatever, it should all be easy then. Yeah, it'll be easier. Yeah.
0: But that's not the truth. And that's not the case. And and even as an entrepreneur, pursuing what you want, following your intuition, really leaning into your desires doesn't mean that your business is going to skyrocket every time doesn't mean that you're not going to feel sadness and confusion and grief. It just means that it's all going to be worth it because you're going to be in alignment Mm. with your values. Mm. And you're creating a life that when you're 70, 80, and you're looking back, you're not saying, oh, if only we would have tried that idea we had, if Mm. only we would have put ourselves out there and taken that risk, we're never going to regret taking risks that are aligned with our desires. Yeah. Yeah. no matter how hard it is.
1: You do have run the chance of regretting putting too much pressure on ourselves to perform at certain levels that are outside of what we actually want. Right. I think that's why that desire thing is so important because in business we can get really focused on a specific objective or goal or whatever Yeah. and forget that the whole point of that is to make our lives better.
0: Right. And so, to grow as a and, person. And to
1: grow and, and to be able to you know give or whatever it is the bottom line is something you don't even question what else could could possibly out be out there. Yeah. And so I think it's I think it's hugely important to to stop and pause and ask yourself like is what I'm doing what I really want to do? Am I headed towards where I want to go? Right. And and not in the sense of like is this hard? Like things being hard does not necessarily mean that it's the wrong thing. Hard things, hard work is usually required to get the life you want. The The trap is that we, when we stop thinking about what we actually want, what result we want to create, then we can just get stuck in this loop of just do, 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 go, go, go. Uh, or, or the opposite, just never get off the ground. Right. So I think it's, for me, one of the biggest lessons, and, and you're probably hearing this throughout the whole thing, has been stop and ask yourself, what do you want? What do you right. desire?
0: Yeah. And if you haven't in a while take a step back in both your life and your business. And this is something I've been thinking about lately with my business. I'm like, I had this goal, this financial goal, half a million dollars this year. And I'm like, why? Like, what is really behind that? You know, and is it aligned? And I'm not saying it's not, but we can just get, like you said, in the grind in the pattern of just like, this is what I do. This is how I do it. So take a step back and ask yourself, is this the life I want to be living? Is Mm. this the business I actually want to be creating? Mm. Does it align with my core values in this season? Mm -hmm. And are there decisions that I could make that would be more aligned with my values so that even if there is a cost, even if it's going to be 50-50 either way, why not create a life that blows your own mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That you can, at the end of your life, go, I took every risk that I wanted to take. I put myself out there. I lived my life to the absolute fullest. And there was messes and hard things and loss and whatever. But I, I all of that happened in the context of me living the life that I actually wanted to live.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I <clears> like <throat> that.
0: So, Yeah. yeah. That's it. We're, we're Vancouverites now.
1: Apparently. Is that what
0: you call it? I don't know.
1: We'll we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: Yeah. And, um, we're really excited and thank you all for coming along for the ride. And I think that's all. Thanks for hanging out with me, babe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're all right. I don't mind hanging out with you.
0: (laughs) All right. Bye everyone thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode if you found it helpful follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart less hustle message into the hands of more women and if you want to take this work even deeper come check out life launch it's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself check it out at heatherborsma.com. we'll see you next week